Hello everyone and welcome to this uh, podcast recording. Uh, for a very long time now I was thinking about making something similar. Uh, I, had a, I had a podcast actually before about five years ago. I had a podcast which was called uh, The Forever a Student. And I was talking mainly about languages and stuff like that. And um, for, for quite some time now I was, I was thinking about maybe restarting the podcast or maybe starting something new. Uh, because I think that podcasting is a is a great way of uh, basically saying a lot with um, little effort, if if that makes sense. Um, you know, I'm a perfectionist, and I don't have too much time. So, whenever I have to make a video, for me, it's kind of it's a little bit problematic because it has to be a uh, you know the lighting has to be good, the natural lighting has to be good. Um, I have to find a suitable topic and. Uh, then the post-production takes some time too. So for, for me, making a video was mostly about me trying to avoid making videos because <laughs> it's just, I just know how much work goes into it. Even if you, even, even if it's just a very short video, it's uh, because of, because of the value that I wanted to put into it. Um, it kind of takes, it kind of takes a little more time. And I thought that, you know, when you, when you make, when you want to make a podcast, there is considerably less uh, work that you have to put into it and then consequently you can do you can do much more um, so this is just basically a little test recording that I wanted to make I have absolutely no idea how um, you know how long this is going to last and uh, uh, whether it's going to be regular or not um, another reason why I wanted to make a podcast or make podcasts is because it's just a really good outlet to talk to the world and talk about whatever your whatever is on your mind. And even if just like five people listen to it and get some value from it, it's going to be good because, um, you know, not always you get the chance to share um, stuff that, you know, that is on your mind or comment on the things that are going on. Uh, with someone a lot of the times you're too busy or you know there's just no one to listen so I think it's a very good outlet and a very good means for mental hygiene as well so when I was thinking about what I could be talking about in these recordings I thought you know there are several topics that I would like to discuss uh, and I would like to kind of keep it mm, useful too like I don't want it to be just a rant but at the same time it's funny because the podcast where the people that I love listening to the most usually don't really talk about anything useful. It's just that they have a very nice way of uh, putting together their thoughts and translating it, them into into words, basically. And, and, and the way they, they talk about stuff is just really interesting. So, um, you know, if you have basically a daily commute to work and have nothing to do and want to listen to a point of view of a Slovak currently spending his time in Taiwan and then going back to Slovakia, possibly traveling in Europe. Um, yeah, then by all means, maybe maybe you can listen to my rants a little bit or maybe listen to something that I have to say about maybe fitness or languages or whatever. So uh, in this particular recording, I wanted to touch upon a little bit on a subject that um, several people have been asking me about, and that is fitness. Um, and maybe specifically my fitness and my diet and, and stuff like that. And I know that um, this would probably be much better if I could, uh, it would probably be much better if I could address something like this through uh, a, d a detailed article or maybe a video with a lot of examples and all that. 
And um, if there will be any like serious demand for this, I will definitely do it because I think that uh, yeah, it's it's great uh, when people share uh, what they know, even if it's not the best possible method uh, that is out there. But you can definitely always learn something from 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 basically anyone, even if it's just learning how not to do it. Um, yeah, and I thought that uh, as a prequel to that, I could maybe make a recording about uh, my fitness and uh, and what I do and uh, what I did basically for most of my life. So uh, just to give you a little background, um, I basically have been doing sports for most for, for the for the for most of my life, if not all my entire life, of course not, but for a very long time. I started skiing when I was about uh, four or five, but that lasted for only two years. And, and by the way, I'm talking about like sports that I've been doing on a competitive level, I think. Because, yeah, I tried maybe even uh, snooker or whatever, but <laughs> I never really, uh, never really went to any competition. So when I was very, very young, I think four or five, uh, my grandmother um, had taken me to, uh, to a ski slope and had a coach. And I was in a little ski team and went to maybe one or two competitions. But it was really just like these little, you know, kindergarten um, ski schools. So that wasn't very, that wasn't very um, yeah, it's not even maybe worth mentioning. <laughs> But then the, the second sport that I did for quite some time was gymnastics. Uh, I was a gymnast from I was maybe when I was maybe six until uh, when I was maybe 13. Uh, I joined the city team, very intense training, I think. You know, back then it was Czechoslovakia, uh, Czechoslovak Socialist Republic, uh, if I remember correctly. So all the good old, you know, old school socialist coaches that, uh, use uh, strength and force every time necessary uh, you know to teach you uh, the correct way of doing stuff uh, including uh, throwing their flip-flops at you and stuff like that so uh, very strict training um, luckily the uh, the gym where we were training at was just down the street so I didn't have to wake up at like six or anything like that um, every day and yeah, um, I went to several competitions. Uh, I didn't place too well. Uh, the, the best, I think my best placements were, were somewhere around the fourth place, fifth place, regional level, really nothing, nothing too serious. Um, and there were two reasons for that. The first reason was that I was uh, scared. Uh, I was really scared of some of, the, some of the exercises that we had to do. And the second reason was that I then gradually grew too tall. Like I'm currently, I'm six feet tall. That's 183 centimeters. And um, of course, I wasn't that tall when I was six, but already I was taller than the, the average. And in gymnastics, the lower your equilibrium point is, the or I should say the higher your equilibrium point is, the more difficult it is for you to to execute all the exercises and you have your... Um, the, the feel, feeling of stability that you have is, is, is very different from, from like shorter guys. And um, yeah, basically after seven years, uh, I, just, I just quit. Um, gymnastics is actually a sport which is pretty, uh, I think, harmful to your joints and, uh, and tendons and all that. But it gives you an amazing, amazing base for, for basically every, every, well, a lot of sports uh, that I can think of. Because first of all, you learn how to fall really well. Uh, I don't think, uh, I have to knock on the wood, but up until now, I don't think I had a serious, except for one, one broken wrist when I was skiing. 
uh, about 10 years ago. I really didn't have any serious injury uh, while doing sports, and I was doing really a lot of sports. And I think uh, one of the reasons for that is that I was, I was, uh, I was a gymnast. You, know, you learn how to fall really, really well. Um, so, and other things, you know, just, just general, general movement, um, awareness and stuff like that. So gymnastics, a very good basis for everything. And plus gymnastics is an all around like body workout. And we never went to the gym, but we were all very, very fit. I mean, I was 13, uh, and I had a, you know, like a six pack and then quite well built, uh, arms and shoulders and back. And then Everything except legs, basically, because in gymnastics you don't really use legs. Uh, gymnasts traditionally look like you know they have a really huge and well-developed upper body, but the legs are usually very thin. Um, yeah. So anyway, and after that, when I was about thirteen, I had a um, one-year break. I did some. Um, I don't even remember. I think I played uh, soccer or football uh, for for some time. Um, when I was in the U.S., I was uh, training with the uh, with one, one high school team, but really nothing serious. And you know, when you, when you are from Europe and you do at least some sports, then you know you should know how to play soccer. So that wasn't that didn't even count. And after that, um, in high school, I joined the uh, high school volleyball team, and then subsequently we I transferred me and some of my uh, like uh, the players that were on that team transferred to the city team. And we were, I was on the, the, the city uh, volleyball team and we were playing the, the highest national Slovak uh, junior uh, volleyball league. Unfortunately, we didn't do too well. We were usually at the bottom of the table. Um, but at the same time, it was really, really hard, uh, you know, hard volleyball mm, practice. You know, I was on two teams, so the city team, the high school team, we had like five practices every week plus two to four matches every week and that went on for about five years um and i was playing volleyball i think like on a higher level uh for about seven eight years um and towards the end so that was maybe when i was 17 18 19 i was the captain of uh of the of both teams i think um and uh, yeah i like i said we didn't do particularly well but then again <laughs> Uh, first of all, I have pretty high, uh, dim like um, I have very high expectations for myself, and put very high uh, pressure on on whatever I do, and try to achieve the best. Like this is the mentality my grandmother taught me. She said, you know, there are no points for second place. Um, and so, you know, for me, being like at the bottom of the table wasn't particularly successful, even though we were in the highest volleyball league in Slovakia. And then again, you know, you can relatively say, well, Slovakia is such a small country, so even being number one in Slovakia is not that much when you compare it to the world. And yeah, I grant all that. It's, you know, we've been, we were not professional players, but we did train almost as professionals and, and all that. So that was the second professional sport that I did, volleyball. First was gymnastics, second was volleyball. And then when I finished that, um, I, not immediately, but about, there was about a two, three year, um, um, sort of like a, pause between that and I started doing triathlons and um, well doing triathlons again uh, <laughs> that would to some mean that uh, I would be a full-time triathlete professionally basically spending my life traveling around the world and jo joining all these triathlon competitions it wasn't like that but I was training pretty much like a some semi-pro like I was putting in a lot of lot of hours and again this all goes back to the gymnastics practices and the volleyball practices and 
um, you know, all the really strict uh, regiment, like re uh, practice regime that we had, uh, I always had that mentality, you know, to give it like 100%. I had a volleyball coach. <laughs> And, you know, I think that everyone who does sports has this one or two coaches that he loves to think back to, you know, uh, to, to what he used to say. And I had this one coach and he used to say, all right, guys, we're going to start off at 100% intensity and then we're slowly going to increase uh, the pressure, you know. And that's always how it was. We started basically almost vomiting after the first uh, round of uh, uh, warm-up uh, sprints and whatever. <laughs> and it would get only worse and worse and worse. Um, yeah, and basically I had kept this mentality all the time. It's like started 100% and then slowly increased the intensity. Um, and that's what I transferred to, to triathlons later too. And, uh, you know, I went, did a lot of research online. I downloaded, downloaded some uh, really good uh, practice uh, programs, training programs. Like, you know, for instance, I had a nine-day uh, streak of, of really heavy practice and one day rest. That was something I was doing, but really quite well balanced, uh, quite well balanced exercises that I was doing, um, practices that I was doing. And I was doing triathlons for about three years. Uh, and I joined uh, five triathlons, I think in Taiwan. My best placement was fourth in the Taiwanese national championships in my category. category. Uh, and uh, that, was, that was not pros, of course, that was amateurs, but some of those amateurs were really absolutely incredible. I think placing fourth after a year of training uh, in a sport that I didn't really know how to do for me personally was a was a wonderful feeling. And actually, it was pretty. But I was people like my friends were laughing at me like, "You, you want to start doing triathlons? Well, uh, you don't have you don't know how to swim. Uh, you can't run because you you have back problems and you don't have a bike. So." <laughs> How do you want to do that? And yeah, it was uh, it was it was pretty insane. But there's a lot of things that I did in life that started with one thought and this vision that wow, there was you know this is something that I'd like to do. Uh, triathlons, by the way, uh, the reason why I wanted to do this was that I read a book by Frederick Forsythe called uh, The Avenger, and the sort of like the main character in that book. It, the whole book actually starts how the main character is uh, at 5 a.m. out there uh, doing a daily triathlon, and it was it was really impressed like it was really impressive to read about that, and that was that first impulse. And a lot, lot of lot of things in my life that I started doing started exactly because of this one interesting impulse that I had from somewhere. Like uh, I started learning Farsi because there was this one scene in a movie that I saw that was that left left an impression, and maybe someone else wouldn't even notice that scene, but for me. It was just really interesting. So anyway, but back to triathlon. So I, I did that. Um, and uh, I would love to continue doing it because I, I was never in such shape ever in my entire life. Um, really, never, never. When I look at the pictures, I think back at the times when, when I was doing triathlons and, and how much energy I had. And it was just really just insane, insane, really insane. So... I hope I will get the chance to go back to triathlons, uh, hopefully as soon as I can. And then the final sport that I did sort of, uh, that, I, that I really got into was boxing. And I know a lot of people will say, well, probably, you know, boxing is a violent thing and how can you, you know, that, that's something I don't really identify with. But hear me out, 
boxing is not what you think for men i think boxing is just or any any combat sport where, where there is contact and real contact uh boxing is just is just life it's i had i was you know i was a i am still a, a i hope i pronounced the word right a pacifist or a pacifist basically a person who doesn't like violence um and I didn't really, I didn't really associate with the, you know, with, with the whole boxing idea. Like there's a bunch of people who just want to go and beat up each other and they have fun doing it. And it's not like that at all. It's not like that at all. The guys that were in my club, you know, all walks of life. There was uh, accountants, lawyers, uh, ex-convicts, whatever. And, um, you know, girls there too. Um, wonderful set of people too. And uh, an amazing coach, really, just a very charismatic person one of those guys who doesn't say much he but he tells you to sit down and you sit down and it's, it doesn't matter if you are rich poor or you have an ego you just sit down it's one of those people who are extremely charismatic big salute to him um and when i you know the boxing the the, the reason and i would like to maybe make a separate recording or even a video about this the reason why I loved it so much, several reasons. Number one, you are in incredible shape because boxing is hard. Three minutes, like one round takes three minutes. Lasting those three minutes without like vomiting, <laughs> basically, the first time when you do it is is art. It's really hard. Your heart is pumping from, from everything, from adrenaline to the, the intensity of the workout that you're doing. It's crazy. And um, the second thing is that you basically learn to be a human being uh, when you when you're out there and you have to when you have to like literally fight. I know it sounds weird almost when you say, "Oh yeah, well we're in a civilized world and we shouldn't be fighting in the first place." But no, you know we're in a civilized world now. Yeah, that's 2017. But just I don't know, 1,017. So that's thousand years ago. We were in that civilized, not to mention two, three, four, five thousand years ago when we were back in the jungle. And um, millions of years of evolution have made us fighters, you know, protectors and fighters to, to basically fight and protect or whatever you need. And um, when I was the first time when I went to that that boxing practice and <laughs> I was really scared of getting hit. And it was just really just these practice jabs and with a good friend of mine. So I knew that he wasn't going to hit me, but I was really kind of scared that something was going to happen to me. Like he was going to break my nose. Oh my God. Or, uh, you know, uh, break my teeth or whatever. And when he hit me for the first time on my forehead, I was like, damn, man, that's, that's, that hurts. But you know, you, you got one, two, three, four, five hits and then maybe you, you bleed a little bit, but you, you realize that, yes, actually it's, that's it. You know, you, you're still standing, not much has happened. Uh, yeah, you're going to have maybe a little bruise, but that's going to be gone in four days. And the main point here is not even that. The main point here is that the millions of years of evolution have brought you to be the super resistant person you are to, to injuries, right? So, for instance, that, that uh, the skull above your eyes, right, the eyebrows part is maybe one centimeter thick. And it's not just a joke, like it's, it, it is that thick for a reason. It is there to protect your brain. So even if someone hits you with a baseball bat, unless it's like really strong, that thing there is to protect you. And it completely loses its function now because, well, most of us have jobs in, um, you know, in, in high-rise office buildings or whatever, sitting in cubicles and, and typing into computers and watch, staring into the TV screen. So 
of course that huge bone that you have has no purpose anymore but it, it, it has developed you know to protect what is inside which is your brain and well this is, i just went off on a terrible tangent now <laughs> maybe this is a different story for a completely different time but so many lessons that i have learned boxing is just incredible it's, i've been you know i've been and i haven't boxed for a very long time and i i'm i'm, I'm like a 0.1 boxer okay it's not even a z like uh from from zero to, to 10 like 10 being maybe uh um floyd mayweather and uh zero is uh i don't know uh, nobody so i was like a 0.1 boxer um but even just with that little um sort of experience boxing and, and the, the thing that you're in the ring is, is just so much i highly encourage you guys if you can take at take up some some combat sport if you can um and not not to go in there and just like uh release your 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 anger and whatever that's nice too i mean yeah sure but the main thing is that you are just getting in touch with what it is to be a, a human and a man like i remember leaving that practice every day with a new life lesson learned i remember like just to give you and this is getting getting off on a huge tangent but um, I remember the first time I was there, I was, they, they just put me into a ring the first, first day, first practice. And I was, I, in, I insisted, I wanted to do that. I wanted to go into a ring. There was a guy and he was like, he boxed for like five years. And, and if you, if you know how to box just a little bit, you are already at an amazing advantage against a person who doesn't know how to box or fight at all. So if someone has been fighting for five years and you just came in, that's like, that's, that's the different, the difference is just huge. Amazing, man. So I, I was got into the ring adrenaline just up through the roof my heart was beating like crazy and we st we started to fight and all i did was was basically just just protecting myself right and hiding in the corner and he was just punching punching i was trying to duck and protect and hide and he was hitting me from right left it hurt and somewhere in the site like in the 30th second around the 30th second i had this little thought and it was like so many emotions going through me but that one thought that i had was like man if you don't do something, he's just going to continue beating you up like that. And uh, so somewhere like in the depths of my, uh, of, of my, my, myself, basically, I had this fight or flight reflex just awaken. And I was like, well, I'm, 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 I'm flighting, I'm running now, but I have to fight. And the guy, because he knew that I was, you know, he was punching me for about 30 seconds. So he, he lowered his guard. You know, he was just, he saw that I wasn't doing anything. And he probably saw that this is how it was going to go on. And I, but I didn't see that. I didn't see that because my, my head was just, just hidden <laughs> behind my arms. And at that one point, I just punched as, as strong as I could. And I, and I hit him. I really hit him in his, well, I don't even remember what it was. Maybe his, uh, uh, I didn't hit him right in the, in the jaw or whatever. But it was a pretty, pretty good jab, I would say. And the whole situation just changed right there um, because he stopped and he backed off and he put on a guard. And the life lesson here to learn, it's just like life. The life, life lesson here learned here is that people do to you only what you let them do to you, right? Just, just exactly the same situation. He was hitting me until I, I, I did something about it. And now in real life, of course, you know, it's, there's beautifully elegant ways of applying this rule uh, to real life like you don't have to start yelling at people for no reason to to let them know that you know You are this type of a person and they should keep their distance But every now and then and especially if you are starting to establish a relationship or with whoever be it your boss or colleague friend new friend, whatever um, 
it, it is good to sort of delimit. And again, I'm not trying to preach or anything. I'm not the most experienced person in the world, but just applying this rule from the ring, from the from the boxing ring, um, it's good to kind of delimit a line elegantly, you know, and and be nice about it. But just to show, all right, look, this 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 is how it works for me. And uh, yeah, if if you do something else, then this is what how it's going to follow. Um, because a lot of people, they, like a lot of people, for instance, they love to like crack jokes and they try to be ironic and all that. And I don't think there's anything wrong about being very honest and upright about, hey, so look, you know, man, uh, this doesn't work too well for me. You can joke with whoever you want, but that doesn't work with me, all right? And then, and, and, you know, something along those lines. Anyway, this is, I was going on, I went on on a huge tangent here. I just wanted to talk about fitness and, and what I did. Maybe if you want, I can talk about boxing a little bit more. Uh, and what I've learned, um, yeah. So and then, so just to just 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 to to finish this whole fitness history of mine um, w with boxing, I did gymnastics as a kid, volleyball as a teenager, and then triathlons and boxing as sort of a university and post university uh, young adult. And during all that time, except for uh, when uh, I was a gymnast, when I was a child, I was going to the gym. So for me, uh, going to the gym or just at least at home doing, um, you know, push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups, or whatever, is just absolutely natural. It was uh, friends were asking me, man, like, how do you how do you stay in shape? What's your routine? How do you stay in such good shape all the time? And, and like, how do you stay motivated? And I'm like, like, what do you do? And I'm like, well, I just just stand up and start doing push-ups. It's like it's such it's been it's been with me for such a long time. It feels just as natural as I don't know just just waking up really it's 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 that it's that natural so i would i just wanted to talk about um just really briefly and maybe then if if, if there is a request for more of, of recordings like this i just want to talk really briefly about my routines and all that i keep a diary i keep it like it's not really a diary it's sort of like a momentary or i, I don't even know how to call it i write every now and then about stuff that i that I think about, or about, I write about stuff that is going on. And one of the things that I write about is I, I sort of uh, write about my current diet and, and the stuff that, that I do when it comes to exercising. So pretty much over the years, I have developed something that works really, really well for, for me. Uh, and this is really not to say that this will work for everybody. I just really want to share what my workout routine is, what my diet is, and what, what I think is important in order to keep a in order to, to, to basically uh, to look good, feel good, and all that, you know, the cliches. So um, when, it comes to, when it comes to basically fitness and exercise, I think there are three very important dimensions to it. The first one is diet, or I should say the first one is exercise, the second one is diet, and the third one is good sleep. So the good sleep thing, you can really just, this is something that I, I can get out of the way really fast. I go to, I try, good sleep to me is when I go to bed um, at 9.30 p.m. and wake up whenever I wake up, probably 6, 6.30, something like that. Uh, and it's really nice to wake up naturally <laughs> if you can't do that. I know a lot of people, unfortunately, can't. But if you can't wake up naturally, that's just when you have that real full, rich sleep, when you wake up with watery eyes and feel like a million dollars, that's that good sleep. So getting that out of the way, um, when it comes to the diet, this is a bit more complicated and it will probably require uh, a much longer, much longer explanation, even though I try to be as effective and as, as pragmatic as I can. So let me just give you an example of what I eat. 
Uh, for breakfast, I have um, cereal uh, or oatmeal, I should say, with uh, like a nut mix. And then I have coconut powder, sometimes chia seeds, and a blend of all possible foods that I can just get my hands on. So kiwis, bananas, uh, apples, uh, strawberries, blueberries, whatever you can. Just blend it in and then drink it with different types of, of non-dairy milk. So either uh, soy milk, but less and less that because I've I really been, been reading uh, a lot recently. Not just recently, but in the past years that too much soy is uh, sort of a, an overkill for the liver. So uh, coconut milk, uh, almond milk, and all that. Sometimes I make coconut milk at home. Wonderful, but it takes so much time to do. Uh, and I'm so lazy sometimes. So yeah, I don't, I don't do that too much. But yeah, if I have homemade coconut milk, I, I do that. Yeah, and um, sometimes I used to add uh, a thing which is called tvaroh. Uh, in Slovak, I do not know what this is called in English. Uh, for those of you who, who come from Slavic-speaking countries, you know what Tvaruk is. Tvaruk, I think, in Tvaruk, <laughs> in Polish. Uh, yeah, it's basically the protein from from milk. Or alternatively, I add uh, just just protein powder. Usually, I like the vanilla one. So one scoop of that. Um, recently, I haven't been doing that because I was trying. To, I was trying very hard to be a vegan. I was a vegan for one year trying really really hard but unfortunately if you are if you're trying to do fitness and you're trying to trying to engage into any sort of fitness activities on a very or a higher level then being a vegan is extremely extremely difficult so I'm trying to introduce some dairy some fish back into my diet but learned a lot being a vegan actually and I'm going to keep a lot of it just not not working out well if you are an athletic type of a person have an athletic type of a lifestyle. So, so much for my breakfast. Like I said, oatmeal, chia seeds, coconut powder, nut mix, and a blend of all kinds of foods along with um, uh, coconut milk or any type of non-dairy milk and um, maybe a scoop of protein powder. And then throughout the day, I have, I think, three times, three times I have a tortilla into which I put um, all sorts of stuff, usually uh, a vegetable blend. Sometimes when, I'm, when I feel like it, uh, I pre-cook, I have this, I steam a vegetable mix and again, all sorts of vegetables, so spinach, broccoli, carrots, um, celery, uh, tomatoes, uh, ginger, and anything, avocados, anything you can think of. Just put it into one huge steamer, steam it and then blend it and put it into boxes and then put it into the fridge. And every time I eat, I just take out the tortilla, take out a scoop or two of this, this vegetable blend, of course, lemon and olive oil and salt and all that. And uh, yeah, again, uh, I add uh, uh, tvaroh, the, the thing from the, the, the crude thing from the milk, or uh, probably now I'm going to introduce more and more tuna. Um, yeah, just wrap it up and eat it. And the thing, the, the reason is why I do it like that is it saves, saves incredible amounts of time. Like the tur if you have it in, in a tortilla wrap, um, you don't have to use a fork and a knife to play with your food on the plate. You have it sort of like in a little pocket and you can eat it in four, four, five, six uh, bites. As opposed to when you have, especially if you have salads, oh my God, it takes forever to eat a salad like that. So, yeah, and the same thing uh, with the, the tuna and, and all that. If you put it into that tortilla, you have it like 
sort of like in a little bag and you can eat it really fast. So I eat it three times a day. And then I think if, if you are really in a growing stage, for me personally, uh, I have two protein shakes a day. Seems like a little overkill, but unfortunately for my body type, and I'm a meso type if I pronounce it correctly, so I can't be too thin, but I never get super bulky. I'm in the middle, and for me to, to gain muscle mass is quite it's quite difficult. So uh, you just have to you just have to have this this intake of protein. And another important thing is to to be really careful about the carbohydrates. If if you want to grow uh, muscle mass, you you need to have a lot, like not super super lot, because you will that would transform into fat. But you need to have carbohydrates because uh, otherwise your body will not have enough energy to create muscles. And what will happen is it will burn its own muscles to, to, to put out the energy which you don't want. And if there are any doctors or experts in the field, please write in the comments if this, what I said is true. But I was talking to doctors and then uh, people have told me that, yes, indeed, if you are working out and you don't have enough uh, carbohydrates, then you know your body needs to get that energy from somewhere and it's going to get it from muscles because that is a faster source of energy than to burn fat that you have and plus um, me being a mesotype i don't even have that much that much fat uh to begin with so this was the diet a uh, lot of water uh, I try to drink a lot of water but not, not really overkill it like basically uh whenever i'm thirsty and and yeah, and that's basically it. And when it comes to supplements, nah, just a protein shake. Uh, I used to have a vegan protein shake. Uh, tastes like the most disgusting thing that you can ever imagine. But I was keeping it vegan, 100% vegan. Uh, maybe I'm going to continue using it. I got used to it by now. Luckily, I'm not a person who's really um, uh, sort of picky when it comes to, to, to eating. I can eat the same like okay not picky when it comes to eating I'm picky when it comes to eating but I'm not picky about the variety so I can eat the same thing every day for a year and I don't really I don't think I would really mind um, and um, yeah so that's probably about it about the diet um, yeah and when it comes to eating like before crack uh, before um, working out or making any sports I have a really 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 fast metabolism so I eat something and literally like 20 minutes later, 30 minutes later, I can go and work out. I can go and uh, I can go and go for a run or something like that. But I know that this is not something that you should probably probably do. Now, this podcast recording is starting to get really long. So uh, I wanted to talk about uh, the exercises that I'm doing and stuff like that. But um, probably in a, another episode, if there is going to be a request for that so for now uh, thank you for listening if you have any questions please do leave leave them in the comments please tell me what is your uh, diet because I only was talking about the diet or tell me about the sports that you've been doing and again if you if, if you like this if you like this type of a um, sort of almost like a rant uh, type of a not really a scripted uh, type of a recording let me know if you want more of that, I will do more of that. It's really easy to make. Uh, it doesn't take a lot of time. It's really enjoyable for me too. Um, yeah, and uh, so maybe see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.